This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Oh, no, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's kick off the my lighting up. Oi! From my friends. The star of the show. Oi! Oi! I spoke to a radio broadcaster famous here in New York, WABC, Sid Rosenberg. Oi! This Oi! is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help. For my friends, 77 WABC. Oh, he thinks he's so hip, he's so happening, Diego. But it's you too, Bono. New Year's. Oh, oh. I thought I just left here, WABC, Andrew Giuliani. Soon as I got to the place, Nancy, the cats, I sit down for like five seconds. Next thing you know, it's time to get up and get going and come back here to WABC. I mean, I, I got four and a half hours of sleep, and I felt the same way. I mean, what did you get, like four and a half minutes of sleep? sleep? Two. I had two hours of sleep. Two hours. But remember... What I've always lived and sometimes died by many times, uh, Diego. There'll be plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. Yep. Because that's all you get to do. And being a legal immigrant, let me specify that. People cannot accuse me of beating up on Mexican-American Diego. They have a holiday in Mexico that is now spread every time they go into different countries. I'm being very kind. The Day of the (laughs) Dead. Wait a second. When they is... celebrate the dead. Well, when is the Day of the Dead? When's the Day of the Dead? I didn't realize it was a January holiday. No, it's, it's in November. It's yeah. like November 1st. Yeah, that's what I, I, That's exactly right. I thought Huge it was like right after Halloween. Huge. Yeah. They're now taking over the streets of New York. They're marching around with skeletons. But I tell you what, it beats uh, the Hamas nutniks walking around every day, demonstration days. You are trying to shut down. I'll deal with the Mexican-American community celebrating the Day of Death. As opposed to these crazies who, like, every day it's another demonstration. What do you think their New Year's resolutions are for those uh, crazy leftist uh, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist protesters, Curtis? What do you think? What do you think they, they listed out their resolutions where they said, hey, Happy New Year, uh, death to America, death to Israel? I, I think coming up with uh, some new chants, some new songs, because remember, <laughs> they run them every day for hours. You know, they got to keep their troops engaged. But... Before we talk about Diego and his celebration of the Day of Death, uh, let's first discuss with you, Andrew, what was the welcoming of the New Year's like in Giuliani's uh, world? I was snoring. That's what happened. I was I was snoring. My wife stayed up, but me and my daughter, we ended up going to sleep. She ended up uh, in, in our bed, falling asleep in my arms. I probably went to sleep around 11 o'clock or something like that. So I woke up, and all of a sudden it was New Year's, which, Curtis, I got to tell you, I actually kind of like bringing in the New Year's that way. I think New Year's Eve is one of the most, if not the most, overrated holidays of the year. You end up going out, you spend ten times more than you should have spent, you end up drinking too much, so you're starting the year hungover and all that. Now, I wake up, and guess what? I'm not hungover at all. I'm ready to tackle the day. I'm in here at WABC by 5.30, ready to roll with yours truly and uh, you, Curtis. Well, you know, we've always been rated the number one destination to be for New Year's. That's no longer the case in a changing America. They they rate like Orlando, the place you want to be, more family-friendly. 
they raid a few other cities. Uh, Atlanta makes it in there. A few other cities. Atlanta and, over New York, really? No, no, no. Atlanta said they're charging up. They're, they're moving charging up. up. Because you can see, and we're going to get into it momentarily, some of the new things to expect if you happen to be a sucker taxpayer in New York State, some more places where your money is going needlessly. But the fact is, as people are migrating, look, some of the programs are no longer isolated on the ball drop in Times mm-hmm. Square. They'll go to Nashville. Yeah. Uh, they want to see what the people are doing there. They'll go to Orlando, want to see what the people are doing there. So it's beginning just as the migration in America is changing and moving populations around. We're no longer as New York-centric. I remember... It was New Year's Eve. The only thing that counted was what's going on in New York City. As I said, when John uh, joined us uh, this past week, while Sid Zeray, and he'll probably be joining us later on this morning, right down the block from us, the Waldorf Astoria, Mm -hmm. when radio was king, in their ballroom would be Guy Lombardo, Canadian, uh, and the Royal Canadians, and they would uh, play their music, people would dance, and... It was broadcast on radio. That's how you knew it was New Year's. There was no such thing as TV then. That's when radio was king. And even though you have all the different networks doing their, you know, Times Square ball drop, some of them are very goofy, we have now maintained a tradition with the Katsimatidis family. Soon after you departed and went home and started snoring and uh, snoring the uh, the paint <laughs> off the walls, Andrew Giuliani. Right. Shame on you. That's right. Shame we on chip, you, you young Huckleberry. Walls. That's exactly right. Both uh, Marco and John came in here at about ten thirty, started taking calls the rest of the way to wake him in the uh, welcome in the new year, and it was great. People couldn't be happier, especially a lot of the lonely people that we just don't really begin to understand. Might be upwards of half the population as the population ages. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are stuck at home. They don't have family or friends, or maybe they just lost their loved one the past year. And for them, every time there's a celebration like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, uh, and Easter, while so many people are euphoric, they're getting together with family and friends. It's celebratory. So many other people, it like pushes them to the edge of despair, mm-hmm. of depression, and WABC, they're, they're calling up. They're saying, oh, it's great. You're my friend. You're my family that I don't have. Yeah. The power of WABC, the biggest radio station by day in the nation, and at night, it's still dark out, the biggest in the world. So when this was going on at the Waldorf Astoria, Guy Lombardo, when are we ta- are we talking the 40s, the 50s? Depression, you know, into the 40s okay. and into the early 50s, and then it began a transition. Dick Clark, American Bandstand, something that Diego uh, knew nothing about because uh, he was kicking a soccer ball around in Calexico in Mexico. Dreaming wow, he looks really good for his age. America. I didn't realize he was 60 years old, 70 years old, or no, 80 years no, old or he, something. He like was that. unaware of that, his okay. generation, your generation, but my job, the baby boomers, we were like on the last phase of that as everything started facing towards TV. Right. But at one time, they did radio programs and nightclubs at night. I mean, people actually listened to the radio to find out what was going around. There was hip happening. Actors, actresses would come on, uh, people from Broadway. It was like magnificent, yeah. as it was described to me by my uh, father and mother. Because then it was theater of the mind. You had to imagine all of that. You didn't see any pictures like you do right. now. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, look, obviously one of the things I was trying to get to yesterday, Curtis, when uh, when I was coming into the studio from Penn Station after I left the giant game, right? I decided to kind of see what I can see in Times Square, see if there's any way to take a peek, even going up to like 50th Street or something like that to see. If at 6 o'clock at night, I would be able to take a peek before the ball dropped because I wanted to see what it was like from a tourist experience, right? Can tourists actually go take a look maybe at Times Square before the ball drops without having to commit to wearing Depends and being actually in the pen the entire time? And there was nowhere to get an actual perspective of Times Square. That's how packed it actually was out and how it was so pushed out to 8th Avenue, and then out to 6th Avenue on the east. Look, I think a lot of that is because the NYPD was doing crowd control and all that. I would like to see a way for people to be able to maybe get a little peek if they're coming in earlier that day because I think there are a lot of people that actually want to experience Times Square without necessarily having to stay there for 18, 24 hours and use a diaper and and use the bathroom. Yes, uh, Curtis, go ahead. If you're from New York City, as you are, Mm That's the last place in the world you want to be is down in Times Square. But but I I was curious to take a look, see what it looked like. Yeah, look, I don't want to go and spend 18 hours and wear diapers and all that. You want to know what curiosity, I hope my wife is not, Uh killed the cat, Uh right? Oh, yes. Curiosity killed the cat. Even like five minutes, I guess that's it. I can imagine. Here's Andrew walking around. He's looking and saying, hey, where's the naked cowboy? Where are all the superheroes (laughs) and characters ripping me off for money? I wanted to take a selfie with the naked cowboy. So you're walking around, and the next thing, get in that pen. You ain't going nowhere. Hey, don't you know who I am? I remember you were a cop assigned to my dad's detail. Shut up. Stay in the pen. Did you put the pens on? Because if you go to the bathroom, you can't get out of it. And then these crazy tourists have these horns, you know, like the ones they played in South Africa during World Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're blowing it in your ears. I got hit I got hit by one of them without knowing yet yesterday. Oh, it was right in my ear. This, I was like, Whoa. this is the time of their life. They're taking selfies. They're photobombing. And you're saying, oh, my God, this is the worst place I want to be <laughs> until the ball drops. And then they don't disperse. They're like, this is the moment of my life. Oh, my God. It'll never be as great as this. Meantime, people are picking their pockets. People are falling over dead drunk. There are bottles everywhere. The sanitation department is coming through. Okay, Charlie, we got to clean all this confetti up. <laughs> and then it's back to normal. Have anybody done a study of actually how many adult diapers are sold around New York in New Year's? So oh, just man. curious. Well, first off, you know? uh, first off, it's very difficult to get them now because if you go into a Dwayne Reed, CBS Walgreens, up, huh? don't go to a Rite Aid. They're all closed now because of shoplifting. you got to wait online yeah, because everybody else is waiting for their diapers. It depends. And it's all behind plastic cases. Aisle three, aisle three. <laughs> and you see all these uh, tourists waiting, like, wow, man, things must really be bad. You know, be. What happened? <laughs> well, you know, everything under lock and key. I see, before your time, they used to have the Horn and Horn Automat. Okay. Uh, 42nd and 3rd was like the last one that they closed, right by the uh, where the Daily News used to be. Call that the Superman building, you know, yeah. uh, channel. Uh, 11 is there, WPIX radio yep. is there. And you would go in and you would have to put coins in the wall and you would see the item that you were purchasing. And then it would revolve around the plastic encasement would come up, glass encasement. You would take the food, it would go down, and would, you see a hand. Like on the Adams family that would come in and replace, yeah, replace the food. <laughs> this is what they're going to have to do 
and all these retail establishments keep everything behind glass, and you've got to have a pocket full of quarters. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, we went in a couple days ago, and deodorant. Like, it's crazy that deodorant is now locked up behind all this stuff. I mean, what to me, the, the mind-blowing moment was when Al Sharpton was on MSNBC, and he was advocating for how crazy it had gotten. And I was like, wait a second. Is Al Sharpton actually, in this scenario, becoming the voice of reason? Crazy, corrupt Al Sharpton? And that's what's happened in New York, Curtis. And over and over again, you see these serial shoplifters boosting products and going to a middle guy. A middle guy, sometimes a legitimate business guy or legitimate company, and it's like Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Right. They go inside. They sell the product they just stolen at a reduced rate. They put it in the back of the store. Then they ship it to a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up in the black market system or it ends up being sold in bodegas. Like how often shoplifters have gone into supermarkets, whether it's Gristidis, D'Agostino, any of the other supermarkets. And the first thing they go for. Diego, the first thing, because I know when you came to America, the first thing you said is, I got to have haagen haagen They steal all the freaking haagen doesn't it melt when, when haagen melt? Well, for bodegas four blocks away, you're going to sell it there. I guess so. So you just run right out there and, and bang. Yeah, it. and all of a sudden you're wondering, why would a bodega be selling haagen You wouldn't think that that's like uh, their number one. And yet they'll buy whatever haagen you can bring them. And nothing is done to thwart that black market system. Mm-hmm. It goes on openly, brazenly. It's called the underground economy now. The same, I call them mutts and skells who are busted for shoplifting, are right back on the street to do it again. And when they come into Manhattan especially, they go to the cashiers who have been told, don't get involved. Security, don't get involved. Uh, personnel, management personnel, don't get involved. Just watch what they do. The guy will come up to the counter and say, ma'am, I hope you're having a good day. You know what I'm here for. I'm not here to shoot. I'm here to loot. Mm-hmm. Where is my Alvin uh, Bragg swag bag? I promise <laughs> yeah. it'll only Bragg's be two bag. bags full. And they go up and down the aisles. They take all the items, walk out. They don't have a care in the day. And nobody in the store is told to stop them in their tracks. Now, if you're a mom and pop shop and you're not a big chain, the rules are a hell of a lot different because mm-hmm. everything that gets lifted that goes out that door is your margin. Margins are like nickels, dimes, and pennies. And you notice how mom and pop shops, a lot of times, they fight. Yeah. You come in there, you're going to have to fight for your life to get out with any of their product. But the big chains are basically advertised, hey, you know, it's like when a store is going out of, going out of business, everything mm-hmm. for sale. Everything free. <laughs> Just take it. It's America. Just take it. Now, figure this. Andrew. All these illegal aliens coming in, they're hanging out at first. They're trying to sort of like, let's see what America is like. They see Americans going in and out of like a Rite Aid, a CVS, a Walgreens, and just... They can't believe it. Walking I'm out. sure they can't believe it. They're like, hey, what, what's the repercussion? Let's just do it. Come so on. They say, Diego, Jose, let's go in there and see. And they go in and they say, isn't it great in America? They give you the bag. They wave to you. They say, please don't hurt me. So no, 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 I don't get it. I'm just here <laughs> you know, to take the product. I could see them probably giving campaign bags pretty soon. You know, the uh, like you said, brag, brag for DA. Yeah. Re- re-elect brag, you know, swag bags, basically. They could put it all in there. My wife, Nancy, actually observed them going in and out of a Dwayne Reed. She said, you know, for days they've been hanging outside, just hanging out. I guess hoping to figure out what the hell is going on. And then she said after watching American-born hustlers go in and out and shoplift and boost... They started doing it, and basically, with a big smile on their face, saying, 
Welcome to America, and, where everything is free. And, Curtis, you mentioned the black market, but the street vendors, and you and actually Nan- you and Nancy talked about this a little bit last week. The street vendors on the Brooklyn Bridge, that's where I get off on the subway every single day. It's crazy. I mean, well, it's unbelievable what it's come into. And, by the way, even at night, last night, they had music blaring at 10 p.m. at night, trying to get people attracted over there. I mean, it's crazy for the well, the mayor says he's going to put his foot he down. Says it. He Let's always see. says We're this. Waiting. January 3rd. Waiting. So not this morning, not Tuesday, but he claims on Wednesday. Okay, we'll see. It, the Brooklyn Bridge will be vendor-free here. Yeah. You, why are we all doubting Thomas's? <laughs> why are we all doubting Thomas's? Prove it. Prove it, Eric Adams. You give the press conference. You very now, rarely follow Speaking through. of vendors, Andrew Giuliani, you have to tell us what it was like yesterday. MetLife Stadium where vendors, the beer man, will sell you a watered-down beer for $150. It's crazy expensive. It $150. Is. And he says, hey, you got a platinum card? You got a black uh, American Express card? Because we don't take debit cards. <laughs> we only take credit cards. Right, Diego? MetLife, no soccer. Taylor Swift, I'm saying to myself, a billion dollars they took in at what that Barbie movie, a billion dollars. <laughs> what has become of America? Tell me. Up next, that you're back to supporting American Smash Mouth football and that you, you gained your testosterone back from being a ballerina last week. Please tell, tell me. Tell me you're back, Andrew. Tell me you're back right here at WABC. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation. Or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. What kind of music is this? We're going to be talking about American Smash Mouth football. It's bad enough that Andrew Giuliani has gone to Barbie this past year and recently was doing a plie 
almost as a wannabe ballet dancer. Yes, that's really what I want to be. That's always been what I've thrived to do to be a look ballet at, Look at the song he comes in with, Diego. Oh, God, please. I, I don't feel ready to go into the A-gap and, you know, smash my head against a, uh, you know, a running back coming through the hole. That's okay. a little better. Yes, okay, that's yes, a little yes, better. Yeah. Boxing, that's a little better. right. That's a little better. Right, right. That's right. Four, exactly. Warner Wolf I there see. announcing. <laughs> now, yeah. What was that? Drago, the that's Soviet right. guy. If he dies, he dies. That's right. With Brigitte Nielsen, who then ended up with Flavor Flav and that failed VH1. Oh, God. Program where they were having sex on the air. <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen. What? the hell happened there with Flavor Flav with that clock around his neck <laughs> from Public Enemy? I I know. I say hey, you've got me uh you got me speechless wait, here, wait, Curtis. He, he, she remember, she was Rocky with, Ford of Flavor Flav. She was with Stone. She yes. was with uh Gastina or the New York Jets, the Sack Pack. How can we forget that? Yeah. And then Flavor Flav. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Sometimes, you know, some things are just inexplicable, Curtis. How could that happen? Uh, God. But anyway, uh, you had the uh, MetLife experience uh, of going to see the Giants yesterday. Please, the pick for all of us since uh, the Sid Rosenberg show has a bunch of football fans yep. that listen religiously instead of over at the fan or ESPN. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yesterday I ended up going. To my, it was my first Giant game of the year, believe it or not, even though the Giants have been eliminated from contention. And it was a great game. I mean, it was really right down to the wire. The Giants ended up losing on a on a kick at the very very end. They were down uh, they were down a point. They missed a fifty four yarder. It was into the wind. They should have settled for a fifty four yarder because it was into the wind. And still cold there, Curtis. Didn't work out well. But I got to tell you, Curtis, and it's kind of what you would expect here with the Giants out of the playoffs. It was very quiet. It was I would say it was still like eighty five ninety percent full. So it wasn't half empty or anything like that. But I think just the way the stadium design is designed, Curtis, is just so disappointing. You look at some of these other stadiums, and I've been down to Dallas, the stadium that's 15 years old there. I haven't been to Vegas, or I haven't been to the ones out in L.A., but I hear they're spectacular. I hear they're amazing. And I just feel like there's something missing at Giant Stadium. And I'm not the only one, because the players, they took a survey earlier this year, and they say, what is their least like stadium? Not like the ones that are toughest to play in, but the least like stadium. And they rank MetLife as last, and frankly, I can see why. I also don't understand as somebody who, you know, understands the economics of this stuff or pushes for the economics of this stuff, why they didn't invest in a retractable roof. Now, I'm not saying that football shouldn't be played in the cold. Trust me, I want my football games in December and January to be cold. But when you think about it, if you had a retractable roof at MetLife Stadium, you'd have a Final Four every five years, and you'd have a Super Bowl every five years. I know we talked a little bit about this yesterday, Curtis, but I really think if New York got the hang of it, there'd be no better place to host a Super never, Bowl than New York. Never have a Super Bowl in MetLife again. They did it once. But with a retractable roof. I mean, come on. Yeah, no? but, but still, remember, Governor at that time, Shamu El Jefe, Chris Christie, <laughs> decided he was going to take over and he was going to operate everything. And the mass transit out there just sucked. People were left stranded there for hours. Uh, this was New Jersey Transit. The trains were horrible. The buses were horrible. It's just not geared to be hosting a Super Bowl. And I know for Diego, he's all excited because when there's World Cup next and they're going to have venues all throughout North America, you know, up in Toronto, MetLife, and then, of course, down in Mexico City, Aztecia Stadium, they can sit 110,000 soccer-crazy fans it's like, man, this is not the place. I it remember. really is not. As you pointed out, you go to other cities, 
where they build a football stadium of significance. Mm -hmm. Win, lose, or draw, even though it costs you um, a reverse mortgage and a payday loan just for the parking, (laughs) never mind the season tickets, it's worth the experience. MetLife, you're left like you just had a cracker without any marmalade on it or peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, halftime show in which you have the broken-down Hawthorne Caballero band. (laughs) Everybody in there is like 90 years old. Dogs catching Frisbees. No cheerleaders. The Mara family insisted one of the original franchises, the Giants, there would be no cheerleaders. That might distract the fans from actually watching the gridiron play. Trust me, a lot of times you want to be distracted because the play <laughs> of late little distraction might have helped. And MetLife has not been that good. Now, what about your hero, uh, your brother in solidarity, Tommy uh, Tommy Cutlets? We got as much playing time as the other one did. I got uh, zero plays in the game, and he got zero <laughs> plays in the game. I got to tell you, I was I was expecting maybe, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting him to come in. But the Giants' offensive line has been so bad that I was like, hey, look, you know, it could happen any time so where collect- Taylor could he get was, injured. He was collecting splinters the whole yeah, game. Yeah, 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 he was the whole game. The but whole where game. was his greaseball agent, the guy with the fedora? I, I thought mean, he was hanging with you, Curtis. I no, no, he tried to shake down every pizzeria in, from Camden County to Hudson County, <laughs> the Jersey. Show out to such that, how, I mean, how, how dumb was that? I mean, look, I, I understand your client is going through the roof, and you've got to maximize it because you don't know. You don't know if DeVito ever starts another game again. You don't know what it's like. I think he's done pretty well for himself. I think he's going to do well for himself this offseason in terms of some of the off-the-field money. But it's like when you've committed to a mom-and-pop pizzeria for $10,000, don't go try to up them to 20000 Now do a mom-and-pop place or something like that. Go deal with the corporate stuff and try to get your uh, your appearance fee from them, but not a mom-and-pop. That was a bad move. And also the fact that the Jets have to share a stadium with the Giants yeah. also takes away. You go to other cities, it's their stadium, whatever that home team is. That's their stadium. Nobody else plays football at a professional level. They're collegiate, yeah. Sometimes they have the high school all-star game there in the stadium. But here, both teams share the stadium. And let's face it, the Giants had it first. You you get the feel that people even call it Giant Stadium. Yeah. Or they may want to be calling it Taylor Swift Stadium soon, (laughs) since she has filled up uh, the uh, stadium every time she's had a concert. And when the Chiefs will come, right, oh, it's all the Swifties and Taylor Swift. But you're right. It just you don't get the feel like like in other venues. It's a professional football stadium. It's like you're in the middle of the Meadowlands. Well, thinking about that, I mean, I know that there was a push a long time ago. My dad was part of it there in trying to get – a jet stadium built right now where Hudson Yard is. Do you think it would have been better to have a football stadium where Hudson Yards is to be able to attract all that right in the New York City right there? You're one subway line away from, from Times Square. Let me bust your bubble, please, Andrew. Please bust away. Because uh, it's one of the few times that I was in opposition with your father. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I know, that's why I brought it up. Building a new Yankee stadium, I was opposed to that. Nothing better than the old Yankee stadium. And then but this had, idea. I, I got to say, I miss the old Yankee Stadium. Whenever I go, I feel like I feel like a lover scorned, only talking about exactly. my my ex. But B 
beams were falling down in the old Yankee Doesn't Stadium. Doesn't matter. It's part of the ambiance. The ambiance. Oh, getting crushed by a beam is part Look, of the ambiance. Being... Yeah. Hey, I love going to Yankee Stadium. There's nothing like taking my son and daughter to Yankee Stadium. Oh, don't worry about that beam that's collapsing being on your head there, little Jenny. It's in, okay. Being in the upper deck. Put a little tussin on it. When all of a sudden the Yankees were in the middle of a rally, playoffs, World Series, and the whole upper deck would bounce as if it was hooked to hydraulics. It, it would absolutely be on fire. You're right, Curtis. There's no doubt. And I do miss that. I miss it so much. But you knew that there were issues. There were structural issues in there because of the way they built the stadium in 1973 because I think they never actually removed some of the structural columns from the 20s. So it was collapsing there, Curtis. I want my old Yankee Stadium, the House of Ruth, not the House of Jeter and A-Roy. I miss it, too. I do miss it, too. Anyway, up next, we've got to get an update from our crackerjack news guy, James Flippin, who's saying the invasion is now coming. That's right, the Meadowlands. Yes, to Jersey City, to uh, Little Havana, all along Bergen Line Avenue. No, they're not Cubans. And how the hell is New Jersey going to deal with this? Because now the buses are going to drop off the illegals right there in Bergen County. And then if they want to come over to New York City, they might. And if not, they're going to stay right there in the big NJ. Right here. It's live and local radio as it's been all week. Other stations had best of. It was worst of. Oh, one of the biggest 10 stories in 2023. Later for that, live and local programming again. And Andrew Giuliani in the spotlight, he's going to be taking you to 12 noon. And then the tag team, to me, for the rip and read, doesn't get any better than that right here on WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Get ready, New Jersey. Your U.S. Senator Bobby Menendez, before he goes to the Hooskow for corruption, is now denouncing any attempts to close the border, to seal the border, and to add $8 billion to a package that all the Senate is expected to vote on upon their return. $60 billion for the Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $4 billion for Taiwan, and $8 billion for border security. Menendez says a thousand times no. And as a result of that, James Flipkin, our crack news guy, has announced that Bobby Menendez, on his way out the door, has rolled out the red carpet for the illegal aliens. Tell us the destinations where they may be coming to in the Garden State. Well, Curtis, um, uh, the stories that I'm looking at here don't actually mention anything about senior Senator Bob Menendez. (laughs) But city officials in Secaucus, including Secaucus Mayor Michael Ganelli, says busloads of migrants have been dropped off at New Jersey train stations in a bid to sidestep a New York City executive order. Now, of course, we know last week Mayor Adams said that per his executive order, and he did this alongside the mayors of Denver and uh, Chicago, basically migrant buses, charter bus companies carrying migrants can only show up in between 8.30 a.m. and noon on weekdays, and they're supposed to give 32 hours notice. So now Secaucus mayor in New Jersey, Michael Ganelli, says that in order to sidestep that executive order, bus loads are being dropped off in New Jersey at Secaucus. And we also know that last week Newark officials were meeting to discuss the possibility that as a result of this executive order, more 
buses would be coming to Newark. So it would seem as though if New, if New York City is going to kind of squeeze down a little bit, then maybe that's going to bleed over to New Jersey. Now, now hold on, James Flippin. <laughs> Give credit where credit is due. Who first said that they would be flooding northern New Jersey, Andrew Giuliani, when you were with me and John Katsimatidis last week as we substituted for Sid? I told you exactly how they would sneak into New York City through New Jersey. But apparently, James Flippin, you were at home preparing your turkey for New uh, New Year's. What were you do- doing with your turkey the in the backyard? Deep frying, something you're very fascinated oh, yeah. with. Yes. Hillbilly. Yes. Oh, my you gotta, God. You got to bring out Curtis. I mean, if, I feel like it's like uh, you know one of those make-a-wish children, like take them out to go show them what it's like in the country for a day That's or true. something like yeah, that. Yeah, 4-H you know? club, right? Maybe I'll join, and all that join stuff, the 4-H. Go. Exactly. Uh, let me ask you a question, though. So you know they want to be dropped off at MetLife Stadium, Secaucus, because they want to go and live their American dream. Oh, at, at the mall. Well, you, you you got it. It took you like five seconds <laughs> to get that. <laughs> the mall is named the American dream. Well, that might actually be a good thing for some of the retailers there, because I don't think they're getting as many people oh in the my. door there as they would have ah, liked. Do you know the amount of money that they charge for that, what, that simulated ski ramp or whatever the hell right. it is? Like the, more than giant tickets yesterday. The indoor pool, right, Water with waves, park, yeah. like Palisades Park swings all day and after dark. They used to have the world's largest saltwater pool, although... Are you aware, Mr. Jersey James Flippin? Palisades Park, swings all day and after dark, was never in Palisades Park. It was in Fort Lee and Cliffside Park. Mm -hmm. But it didn't rhyme, you see? So at Palisades Park, swings all day and after dark. You see how novel Jersey never takes... Never takes responsibility for places where you actually have something. They're so confused over there. Where, where are you going? I'm going to Palisades Park. Well, no, that's not in Palisades Park. That's in Cliffside Park in Fort Lee, New Jersey. <laughs> and then they have the Palisades Mall, which is actually in, like, Rockland County on the border up there. Let me right? ask, yeah, yes. let me yeah. ask you a question, James Flippin. Uh, your, your governor, half in the bag, Murphy, a year ago, before he's term limited, he declares your state to be a sanctuary state, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that probably dates back before Murphy, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. So come on. Got to do your fair share. What is he going to put up? Signs uh, on every uh, departure point for the illegals, knucklehead, knucklehead in Spanish? Yeah, but I mean, but I said that to you. I asked you that months ago. I said, why can't they be sent to New Jersey? This was when the Atlantic City debate was going on, because Atlantic City was like, oh, well, somebody said they've got the convention center there. That's a good place to potentially house migrants, set up a makeshift shelter. And then Murphy was like, no way. That's not happening. We're overwhelmed. What what are you overwhelmed? What are you talking about? Do do your fair share flipping. (laughs) Yeah, that would make sense to me, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, come on at the at the uh, at, at the convention center. That, that's all like a historic convention center there too. I've been to a couple of different things at that place, and they wanted to house them there. I mean, it just shows you how nuts this whole Why thing not? has gotten. Why not? Do Why your not? fair right. share. Do your fair share, New Jersey. <laughs> Notice they're so proud to call themselves sanctuary cities, sanctuary states. But the moment is the hint that a bus from Texas may actually drop off illegals. In their municipality, their town, their village, their borough, oh, no, you can't do that. Well, strip yourself of calling yourself a sanctuary city and sanctuary state. By the way, I'd like to know in law in New Jersey, we'll get Noam Layden when he returns because he's originally from Trenton. Yep. Uh, and I'll ask him, where does it say in state law that you're a sanctuary state? Right. 
What about in all these cities like Newark? You really think an illegal alien, if given a choice, wants to go to Newark, New Jersey? No, thanks. Or Patterson? Come on. No. No, thanks. West Orange? No, I don't think so. If only they, that's their only choice, yes. But if given an opportunity to go to other places, they, they're coming to a neighborhood near you, ladies and gentlemen, and you can blame it on your elected officials who hide behind the fact that they're a sanctuary city, sanctuary village, borough, township, you name it, and state. And it's all specious. Yeah, I guess it came through in 2018, actually. So Murphy was governor at that point in 2018 where uh, where they did in the passing that, uh, and I don't even know if this was passed. I've got to look into this a little bit more. My guess is this is probably like some type of it's like a, a proclamation we're, order. Yeah, it's like we're a proclamation. We're a sanctuary basically. state. We're a sanctuary but city. It was at the same time when Cuomo was going out there and calling ICE thugs and, and stormtroopers and how we're not going to comply with them. It was everybody's trying to one-up each other about how bad Trump is, how bad ICE is. AOC was out there campaigning, calling them the worst things in the history of the country and all that stuff. Everybody was trying to call them racist and this and that when and so yeah jersey ended up going through this i'm going to find out what how this if this actually went through any kind of legislative process or well, this was just well, a, an let's, executive let's order. look at jersey city that's the largest city in hudson county right. very corrupt uh it is the second largest city in all of jersey second only to newark and let's face it there are a lot of hipsters and millennials there oh, yeah. who consider themselves to be very liberal progressive mm-hmm. I'd like to hear from Jim McGreedy. <laughs> Notice it's G-R-E-E-D-Y. That's why he had to leave being governor. He was going to go to jail for corruption, not because he was a gay American. He's now made his political comeback. You know, like Cuomo is coming out of the crypt. You have McGreedy coming out of the crypt. All of these uh, guys who have already proven to have been corrupt right down to the marrow of their bone. How come we don't hear him saying... You know, we need to do our fair share here in Jersey City. We're very liberal. We're very uh, progressive. We're very Democrat. You don't hear him campaigning on that. You don't hear Phillips, the mayor there, saying we need to take in illegal aliens. He hopes to be the next governor replacing uh, Goldmine Murphy, you know, Goldmine Sachs. They all work at Goldmine Sachs. They think it's a pathway to the governorship. I think we really got to press Jersey to say, wait. You're a sanctuary city or state in name only. When is the McGreevy election, or when is the New Jersey, uh, the Jersey City I believe election it's coming next up? Year? The presidential year. This is, presidential but is it going to be November? or Is it an off time? In I Jersey believe city? it's November. It's November. He wow. started to run okay. the ads already. Yeah, but I think it is incumbent upon our crackerjack news team, James Flippin, and Noam Layden, our news director, to put that question to both Steve Fulham, yes, outgoing mayor of Jersey City. And Jim McGreedy, who would like to be the incoming mayor, what is their position as a sanctuary city of accepting some from here, New York City? You, we've done more than our fair share. Wow, it's not till 2025, Curtis. Or 2025. 4th, wow, it's announced. I know, it's crazy. Wait what a second. What the heck's going on? That's the aligns with the mayoral. He needs two years to yeah. brainwash the people of Jersey City to say. It was because I was a gay American that I resigned. No, it's because you were a crook, McGreedy. I want to know, are you going to take your fair share of illegal aliens in Jersey City? Steve Fulop, are you going to take in your fair share? Raj Baraka, mayor of uh, nowhere, Meadowlands in New Jersey, next to the American dream. Diego, think about it. When you were coming here legally and you heard there was a mall named the American dream... Isn't that where you'd want to be dropped off? 
by the uh, Port Authority bus system. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that as we continue here. It's live and local programming. You never knew, never know who might stop by. John Katsimatidis, who was with us last night with Margot to welcome in the new year. Andrew Giuliani in the house till 12 midday. When then he passes off the baton to me for the rip and read. It's all live and local. That's what you get. Holidays, no holidays. No best stuff. That's only worst stuff. And no commemorations. Of, oh, let's talk about all the big stories of 2023. Thank God 2023 is over. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Call of Florida. I've I've deemed this song, Miami Sound Machine, to be the call to Florida. Yep. So many in our tri-state area are adhering. Connecticut, throughout New York, from Buffalo to Brooklyn, throughout Jersey, from Camden County to Hudson County in eastern Pennsylvania. They're packing up. They're leaving. They're putting their homes, they're putting them up for listings, even though mortgage rates were very high, they're starting to drop. And they're more than happy to make a side deal if you can come with cash, Diego. Just know that cash is king. Forget the banks, forget the mortgage. Come with the cash. Show up with a satchel of cash. We're ready to negotiate. By the way, let me make this offer before we get into this uh, latest uh, Miss Expenditure of Badly Needed Tax Dollars in New York State. I will offer my services, yes, to the people in Secaucus yeah. and Hohokus that used to be the biggest pig farm in the northeast before North Carolina where they picked its pig farms. I will offer to organize the rebels and the resistance there to illegal aliens being dropped off there because they've been told in Texas you want to go to the American Dream Mall. <laughs> Wait a second. Is Curtis Sliwa along with, uh, like, the Rebel Rousers, John Tobacco, yeah, Scott Lovato? Yeah, yeah. Are, are you guys going to be coming on via New well, York Waterway right across the Hudson? i tell you what. I'm starting. Help out our neighbors in Jersey? Ronald Reagan Clubs in New Jersey, in Bergen, mm-hmm. in Passaic, in Union County this year, uh, which is bringing together Democrats and Republicans and independents around issues that they agree on. And one of them is the, the illegals are just going to take your entire municipal structure down. Schools, remember, mm-hmm. schools are supported by property taxes. Unlike New York City, we you know we, we pay property tax, but it doesn't go to support the public schools. Everywhere else it does. So you can imagine you put in an additional, let's say, 50 children into your public schools. Things start adding it up. Who's paying for that? Not their parents. Oh, no, 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 no. Your property taxes are going to go yep. up because that's how you subsidize your public school system. Yeah. So I'm making my services available as leader of the rebels. I will come out to Secaucus, Hohokus. I will come out to hopelessly liberal and progressive Jersey City, to Hoboken, <laughs> to Newark, which I know like the back of my hand, to stop 
the invasion right there. Curtis, how do you feel when you leave the five boroughs? I mean, is it still the same Curtis Sliwa? I mean, do you do you, Actually, do you have like a smile on your face, or how does that work? I'm glad you asked me that. Yes. Because I've been in New Jersey with Citarelli when he's attended events. He's going to run for governor I've again. I've heard. I've heard. I've helped to try to elect Republicans, especially in Passaic and Bergen County. Yep. They treat me better than the Republicans here treat me. <laughs> I believe it. That's I mean, not, the that's Republicans, a low bar, though. Right, that's a low the, bar. Republicans in New York State, I could be in the middle of a crowd. Hey, I'm here. You know, your former mayoral candidate. <laughs> hey, you're a person of no consequence. In Jersey, they make a big thing. It's like... Curtis Lee was here. Maybe I should move to Jersey. There it is, Curtis. You're figuring it out. You got to go down 95. I'm telling you, people have said, although I'd go down 80. I'd go straight down 80 because I got to be west. I got to be near Patterson, up the hill, down the hill. That's where they fry the turkeys, though, with flipping. Oh, no, no, that's Bloomfield. That's Bloomfield outside of Newark. You know, for a guy who went to a high school in New Jersey that I can't even find on a map, (laughs) you really don't know much about Jersey outside (laughs) of You don't go down 80, you go out on 80. It's west, east to west. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's towards Rockland, towards where Dominic Carter, who was here all night long and into the wee hours of the morning, he. He lives in Pomona, where even the lawn jockeys are white. Well, Curtis, whether it's fleeing to New Jersey or whether it's fleeing down to Florida, it sounds like New York is going to be studying with a blue ribbon panel. We're going to cover it coming up next in the 7 o'clock hour with Curtis Sliwa. I'm Andrew Giuliani. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.